0: I believe in justice on a whole. I believe in the law. I believe that everything happens for a reason. Long ago, I wrote a letter and it was to a man that I held in high regard. And why he doesn't understand that I held him in high regard is because I've seen this man through many years of my life, through various stages, and never had that man misspoken to me, never had he spoken to me in a demeanor that depicted that he looked down on me until I heard otherwise. I wrote this man a letter and his name I will not reveal. However, I will let you know that he was an honorable judge. And I tried to explain to this honorable judge how he had government-funded agencies with staff that were utilizing welfare fraud by charging for services rendered that were never performed. Things like counseling and reunification processes that were completely non-existent. There were no shows for visitation, no preferential treatment, more like an abolition of parental rights because of vested interests. And that interest often was economical status. So there was this clothing allowance that was non-existent in group homes. You had children walking around Looking like who done it and what for. And I can attest to this, for I witnessed this on my own children every single Wednesday. So there was leveraging a visitation upon signing documents, documents that they wanted signed, or treatment, or for treatment that was already done without consent or knowledge by the parents. For instance, changing my daughter's schools twice in one year, without consent nor reason, nor being notified about the change of our daughters. So my daughter, who grew up in a suburban area, who had a 95.5 average, had been to three schools in a matter of 10 months all due to a lie induced on multiple accounts ultimately what was procured from this was the ideology that developed with the motherly blessings care legacy passion projection program i took a a double negative Losing my livelihood and my materialistic things within my life and my children. And I tried to make it a po- dag- double positive. For I do not believe that I have truly lost. Petrified for our daughters. Due to the substandard care that they had. My, la- my husband's last visit. His visions were of my R. Josephine Joan, and I wasn't there, only his depiction, shaking and drooling on the floor. The woman that watched over this visit and wanted to end this visit demanding to know why the father wanted to know what kind of care his daughters were actually getting. the father of these children demanded and stated that he had never seen his child in such a vulnerable state she was a vibrant healthy happy 3-year-old child when removed but at that last visit she appeared to be lethargic as if getting as if getting truly beyond any reasonable means of a heavily medicated dose of unknown substances now the parents never believed in daycare because they were eccentric and their daughters well those traits happened to pass along they believed that they enjoy traveling and once again their oldest daughter had a 95.5 average Pre-removal attests to our parenting skills. Now there was a projected seven-point drop in social studies, and this lower grade that spoke upon was spoken to speak volumes upon the neglect from which these child this child was exposed to. Never once did anyone ever think of the applicability of moving the children. Are moving that particular child to three other school districts, but that's neither here nor there. A lot of things persisted within this particular instance. There were orders of protection that were spoken upon. And on September 23rd of 2019, we requested an adjournment. And at that time it had been six months in post removal. No communication, no phone calls, no appointment scheduled, not knowing anything, no just straight parental alienation. And I notified CPS. I notified the registry. Hey, I'm a mother. Um, a licensed nurse, um, get these records right. They're, you know, to de- I'm trying to get these records to depict factual, not contradictions. But left in the dark to circumvent our own rights. No one talks about anything about the befores and the afters of court. No one talks about the content of court. No one talks about not knowing. The interactions and the undertones of the meetings, the negatives and the positives and the chronic establishments that are underlying. Only what happened. So this is what happened at various places with various staff with our children. Repetitious libel and slander in all appearances in every capacity, insinuating poverty-stricken, confrontational confessions of uneducated, slow-minded, ignorant people projecting that we didn't understand parenting. Often spoken to both parents in a degrading manner in front of their own children. Our daughters would beg to come home from this co-ed group home that they were removed from and put into another place. So through lengthy adjournments, through dragged out proceedings, through paperwork and paper trails and liaisons and. Third-party information, abundance of illegalities, and innuendos made factual when actuality, deception, or deceit can never be. We never knew where our daughters were until 11-25-2019. They were kept in foster care, leveraged for consent by a doctor who inappropriately gave assessments and information to other providers and panel meetings. This doctor created my children's journey of fear. And this is our journey to healing. So what I just read you was a quick little excerpt about what is the underlying background. So, as I start to play all of these sessions, this will be the last one or one of the last ones towards the end. And the reason why I'm doing this is because I want you to understand that sometimes in life you have to come full circle and understand where you started at in order to come back to where you are i am okay with the with the atrocities and the injustices that have been done to me but i am not okay with the injustices and the atrocities that have been done to my children or my nor my significant other or my family i can handle it they cannot So when you start to understand the underlying basis of what my words are stating, may they, may they start to tick you in a spot that is not so funny. May they touch you in a spot that is so fickle that it trickles the effect down into your soul. I want you to feel uncomfortable about what I said. I don't want you to feel good. Because I want you to have a state of awareness that there are children out here that are hurting on a daily basis, that are being legally kidnapped on a daily basis. And it has to end. And that begins with education and empowerment and a community understanding that we are here to build each other up we are here to educate each other. We are here to love each other and we are here to guide each other. But we are not here to steal each other's legacy. We're not here to steal each other's lineage. And anyone that decides that they wanna do so, anyone that feels that murder or crime or anything like that is, is the way, their way of life, doesn't understand and is not grasping the core concept of what life is about. So believe me, I know there are a lot of women out here that have lost their children. Their grown children, their younger children, all ages, all all races, but have lost their children to A lot of atrocities and in light of their blights and in light of the fact that my children are still breathing that I know that they are still breathing that I know that they're still being educated that they're being nurtured now I feel I don't breathe easier but I can still walk I feel that there are days that I stumble And there are days where i feel like i can barely breathe but then i correlate with the pain that those women feel with those fathers feel that have lost their children and i realize that it's okay i realize to myself that everything happens for a reason i realize to myself that without these bad things happening that I wouldn't have had that catalytic moment, that trigger that made me want to do so much better, not for just my family, but for everyone in the world. If I, had an, if I had not have experienced the level of pain that I've already experienced, there would be no way in this world that I could possibly ask people to forgive If I cannot walk the walk, I should not be out here talking the talk. So you're going to listen to things that are very old. And it's because it was not meant to be said until it was said. It was not meant to be done until it was done. And I'm one of those type of people that understand this much. what does not break me makes me a lot stronger and I am unbreakable because I am a mother and that's in our DNA just like it's in a father's DNA to protect and one thing I would never do so that I can close this out Um, is I would never project this on my own enemy. I would never project what has been done unto me on my own enemy. Now see if you can understand that. From one mother to another, regardless of what nationality you are, to have a blight where you do not have your children is not a blight. It is a life of, I can't say it's misery, but it's a, life, it's a life of massive emotion. That is the best way I can explain it to you. We feel a lot harder and a lot more profounder than what we used to. It is just more. You know, you, you see things in a different light and you accept and embrace life in a different light. So that's what this podcast is about. This podcast isn't about a, a bitch fest. It's not about getting down on people. It's about people understanding and appreciating exactly what they have. And when you really truly appreciate what you have, you can really understand where you're going in life. And it's not about me telling my whole entire life, it's not about me judging people or explaining how people have falsely judged me, but it's about people understanding that if you can find a moment in time where you actually can love someone else, even though you're in pain, you can still reach out and try and help out someone else. You still see others through your tears You don't close yourself up. You open up. Because we're in a society right now where so many people are speaking that not everybody gets heard. And so many people are heard that sometimes I don't even hear all the people that are speaking. We live in a society of abundance. But not necessarily all the things that I hear are good things. So I hope people are very cognizant. I hope they're very aware of what's going on with the messages that you're sending out in this life. And to remember that our children just did go through George Floyd. They, re- they lived that very public execution on television over and over and over again. And that has become a label within our society. So while we have labels like this where we are losing children and we are losing our way of life, may we establish this and this purely. If a woman or a man's word has no integrity then their word should not be their bond, nor should their bond hold to anything that they have touched. If what they have formed has come from a lie, then it shall never stand. But if what they have done has come from the heart, it will stand the love of a lifetime, as a love of a lifetime. So I know this might sound really lengthy, but I want people to understand that. I was talking about a lot of depictions that happened within our case and not being able to see our daughters. I was talking about associations that had nothing to do with me, never having a history of violence or domestic violence or alcoholism or Any inferences of this based upon something that happened when, quite frankly, it's a whole nother story. Just one night of, well, one night that changed my life long ago. As many nights do within our lives. So I know that it seems pretty messed up when we talk about our lives. And I know that it seems messed up when you start comparing people's blights, when you start comparing what's happening from place to place. So that's why I have to tell you to double down on the good times. Because if you choose not to change, the good times is all you will have to remember in the future. You will not see any more. You will not make any more because things will dramatically change. But if you choose to embrace the truth, that's where integrity and respect and core values truly begin. So I'm gonna publish this and it's gonna take a really, really, really long time. But by the time this comes out, I'm hoping that I would have resolved my matters that are already pending. And that being said, don't ever allow anyone in this earth, on this earth, or anyone around you in your environment to dull your shine. Because you, my love, are one of a kind. There is a reason why you walk the way you walk. There is a purpose behind the way that we talk. There is a rhythm, and we all have our rhyme. And we're going to have to do this a couple more times. So thank you guys so much for listening. And stay tuned to the next episode. Hey, you guys, it's me, Tamara J. Elevro coming to you from the Motherly Blessings Care Legacy Passion Projection Program in the air where we are daring to be the difference. So I wanted to talk to you about an attribution of accreditation. I wanted to talk to you about this man that has no effect on what has no idea on what kind of effect he had on my life. Sorry, you guys, I'm talking a little bit too quick for myself. So this guy named Carlos Morales, a uh, CPS whistleblower exposes the truth. Um basically explained legally kidnapping or the legally kidnapped which um and the criteria or meeting the criteria of a crime. Listening to Mr. Morales um is quite interesting um to understand the procurement of how people get these psychotropic drugs, how um, the isolated incidents had occurred, how um, money is obtained through resources, and how sometimes this is done under false pretenses, um, and how legally applicable, um, what type of um, crimes these would actually be. Not just... um, acts of defiance or opposition, but actual types of larceny, not just in the heart, but of, you know, economical stature once again. So um, I started a lot of underlying um, investigating and eccentric, a very eccentric path of eclectic education as, as far as um, objectifying the negatives from um, the forums of familial associations. um, What are all the bad things that are happening within families? And then I looked on from one point of view and then I looked at the other and I said well what are all the bad things that happen from not having family association? And quite frankly it normally depends on who the person is and what the circumstances are. So that being said You're not always going to have the perfect circumstances. Um, But looking objectively at the information that I was presented and trying to give a neutral analysis, I looked at a lot of the things, a lot of the factors as a parasitical platform. And the reason why was because a lot of the economical status that is being um, procured a lot of the incentives bonuses are being procured from lies innuendos allegations and so on and so forth now what actually came to my mind in reference to all of this is that what would make a person not lie Integrity, correct? What makes a person have integrity? Integrity is something that is ingrained. It is learned. It is taught um, through your parents, through your environment, through others, but also by yourself within, okay? We're living in a society right now where other people are or people within our society Immediate environment are not always going to have the same ideologies as ourselves. We're all, not always going to be like-minded, okay? But what we have to be is like-oriented, so to speak. Oriented to the ideology of respect, of core values. Oriented to the idea of understanding that we will come back together. It's okay to disagree but there's a point in time where you have to leave that disagreement by the wayside and find your way back in because disagreements take us out of our way of uh, where we run in alignment with others when we run in alignment with others we get our best effects okay so I guess the reason why I'm giving this accreditation to him is because we, Just being exposed, not reading, just being exposed to the language, put me in the state of mind of understanding the who, the what, the where, the when, the why. And maybe, just maybe, if people start to put themselves in that different frame of mind where they're always thinking of the who, the what, the where, the when, the why and the maybes which are the factors it won't happen again but integrity is not something that should be assumed it is something that should be asserted and affirmed meaning I can't just say I have uh, integrity I have to speak upon it but my, my actions have to follow through with it as well and a bonus doesn't give someone integrity, it gives them the, the incentive to lie. Because I bet you if you made the, the incentive to go home and gave them an incentive for the children to go home, you'd have a hell of a lot more bonuses of children being placed back into their homes. So there's a catch 22 when it comes to things like this, because when it comes to Carlos Morales, I would like to put him down on the accreditation. And the reason why you're hearing this accreditation is because you will start to hear people's names throughout my podcast. And the reason why is because they are the triggers for why I am where I am today. And I thank them very much. Because for some reason... I happen to go across your podcast or I happen to go across your, your, um, your YouTube and kind of got hooked for a second and we had a meeting of the minds at a time when I needed to have that meeting of the mind so that I could create for the future. So thank you. And God bless. Mr. Morales.